The Hard Shoulder with Nissan. Number one for petrol in Ireland. Number one for electric. Nissan. Innovation that excites. This is News Talk. Welcome back to The Hard Shoulder. Well, at a slightly earlier time now on Mondays, we're going to be joined again by Stephanie Regan, our clinical psychotherapist, to steer us through all your relationship issues throughout 2019. And as always, we're asking listeners to get in contact with their problems and queries so Stephanie can help directly on air. If there's a matter you would like advice, just email thehardshoulder at newstalk.com or text us at the usual number 53106 and we will treat the matter in confidence. We have uh, our email for this week. It's from a concerned sister called Paula. Dear Stephanie, I have some concerns about my brother. We all met up over the Christmas break and he told us that he's moved in with his new girlfriend. His story is an incredibly complicated one, but he's split up from his long-term girlfriend two years ago. Only in the summer did he share with me that he is struggling to forget about the ex. He told me he thinks about her all the time. At one point he was suicidal and we as a family were incredibly concerned about him. He got strength from somewhere though and changed his job and even bought a house. Now he has moved the new girlfriend in. They are not together a year yet. He also told me he's planning to start a family soon. I am not the meddling sister. I'm a concerned one. He was so hung up over the ex only in the summer and now this. What has created this sudden change? There'll be a baby next. I know it. And after a baby comes, there's no going back. She's a lovely girl, but older than him. And I think she's putting pressure on him. Do I just say nothing? I was thinking about saying something to her about how vulnerable he was. Any help would be great. Paula. So, Stephanie, um, Paula is concerned about her brother. Should Mm -hmm. she be concerned about her brother? Um... Hi, Ivan. Um, I don't think she ha- actually has as much reasons to be concerned as perhaps she's expressing in this. First of all, the relationship ended two years ago. That's a fair length of time. I actually, initially when I read it, I thought it was a two-year relationship. But actually, he split from his long-term girlfriend two years ago. Two years ago is a long time. It's perfectly reasonable that he still thinks about his ex and was talking about that in the summer. Especially if he hadn't met somebody really you know, that had completely taken his heart and that he felt really wonderful with. But love is powerful and good. And I think we all know that um, we don't know this guy's age either. Now, that's another point. But as you get older, you become more decisive. And people who fall in love, you know, after having a few relationships become very clear about what is the right one and what is not. So I don't think she needs to worry so much. Now, that said, there's a few unknowns there that I might be missing because it's not Mm -hmm. all in the letter. So we're going around it a little bit. I mean, the fact that she says um, that he was suicidal at one point, of course, cannot be ignored and um, that he was obviously extremely low and at some level this was expressed. So that is obviously a very serious low that he hit into. So let's just say she has, I would be lowering her her worries about him. I would be saying it's very possible that this is a very good and positive relationship. He did get his act together and changed his job and got a house. No mean feat. 
And now he has his lovely relationship and he is moving her in. And yes, babies are the next thing if that's what he wants. So I would, if he was um, somebody I knew, I would be saying, in a way, isn't this great? He's kind of getting his act together. Love can heal difficulties, as we know, and uncertainties that people have. A great relationship is a great corrector of life for people. And obviously, it doesn't always work that way, but it can be. So we have to kind of work in hope. You know, I wouldn't be always working in the negative. Work in hope. This might be a really good thing. That said, I I suppose I'm struck by something here. You know, it seems like there was a big gap in the whole communication here. You know, now, you know, um, he got strength from somewhere. And changed his job. It's like she didn't know him for that whole year while he got the strength and all that. So I wonder what was going on there. And if you don't have a really strong relationship with somebody, you really are not in a position to intervene, to express concern or to offer advice. That would be my honest view. But is there not, is is there, and we don't know if if Paul is exaggerating, but Mm -hmm. is there not a red flag here about the mental health issue? He was suicidal at one point. I mean... That, that sounds pretty grave. Yes, yes. And I did mention that. It's it's obviously a very serious thing, but I'm just saying it to, I mean, and I think we should in a gen- general way here, it, it raises that thing of if you're worried about somebody's mental health, but that's not really what she's expressing totally, is it? She's she's kind of worried if the girl is putting pressure on him and he's vulnerable and should she tell him? Well, I think she him? feels if it doesn't work out, uh, he, he could have a breakdown. Exactly. Know? But okay, so here's a few things, right? Let's we, we talk about that mental health bit in a moment. But first of all, you have to in the right place you have to be the right person to intervene in any way I would never talk to the other partner partner, you know to the girlfriend I mean that would be a real breach of your relationship you know so you just don't do that I would never go outside it's inappropriate it's utterly inappropriate it's really you know it's kind of infantilising him making him a little you know some kind of child that needs to be looked after mm. he's a man in this relationship you don't want to in any way you know emasculate him in that relationship but, but, That's what but I, I mean maybe to the extent to uh, point out his vulnerabilities? No. No. I would not never at all. if okay. it I would never advise that and I would say if I were he I would never talk to her again for it. It's okay. not it's a complete no no you will It'll lose only make things worse. You will lose the relationship and what you do is keep the relationship nice and open, express some concern, maybe not in a kind of a you have a big problem kind of way. I mean, I think the way to to for her to approach it if she is concerned is to say, you know, this is great you've got a, you know, you're obviously madly in love again and is it hard going into that again, you know, following on the what you've been through, maybe open up the discussion. Let him talk to you about it. But it has to be that you're opening it up so he can talk. Not so much that you're analysing him, if you know what I mean. So, I mean, mental health and the, the you know, the, we, we hear all of these initiatives, it's good to talk. It is good to talk. And that's exactly what you but need to keep open. it's not good to, to meddle. It's just... not good to meddle. Well, okay. There's another issue that this touches on, which is uh, people on the rebound. Uh, people who've come out of one relationship and you said two years ago is okay. Mm-hmm. But obviously I get the sense that, that somebody's body clock is ticking here. Yes. Uh, uh, I, I could be wrong about that. But the, the issue is uh, uh, when is it appropriate to strike up a new relationship that is a deep relationship, like a marital relationship, like a parental relationship. Uh, are you know? Are you going out of the fire? You know, out of the pan into the fire? Not in two years. You're not. Two years is an absolutely ample amount of time. Absolutely. Well, what time would you outside. consider might be a bit too hasty? Well, I think you see. It depends. You can go. I've seen people go within weeks into a new relationship that lasted forever. 
So it depends where you are emotionally. If very often, I mean, we see this a lot with, say, say the end of a marriage, that the man is, men tend to stay in relationships. They tend to stay there longer than, you know, when they leave, they've already emotionally left for a long time. So that seems to be why they set up quickly in new relationships. Now, there may be a few other factors in there, but that's kind of, I'm just Mm. giving a psychological one that I would think of with that. So in terms of time, I think that it's very hard to judge it. You might say, oh, there's that guy, he's gone off and he set up another relationship within, you know, a month, two months, three months. Maybe that is absolutely right for him. But the, where it's not right is if you're not emotionally ready. If, if, if you never saw that relationship was going to end, which may be the case here, you may, in fact, the, you know, I think that's why this guy has had such difficulty and that's what I pick up in the gaps and I may not mm. be right, but that, that uh, he didn't see it coming. If you see the end of a relationship coming, you are much more ready for it. And obviously, if you are the initiator of the ending, you are emotionally already adjusted to that end. So it depends how you came out of the previous of relationship. And, okay. and who ended it? Did you play a part in the ending or was it ended on you? Was the door closed on you? So did you lose the power in the relationship? And did you have no control over what was happening in your life? Well, I would be positive okay. that was the case well, for see, him. It, it does seem, though, that that in terms of this new relationship, that they're the, 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 how long are they going out? A matter of months. It's a, well, and they're talking a, about babies and marriage and homes. Yeah, I mean, like, is that not a bit quick? Well, not even is, a year. Yep. No. no I don't so agree. leaving aside the rebound issue, mm-hmm. you know, it does seem as if maybe the thing has been, you know, the old adage: marry in haste and repent at your leisure. Maybe, maybe, but sometimes it's right. And he has had two years to think about it. I think this guy is getting his life together. That's what it sounds like: new job, new house. I'd put a bit of faith in him being able to do all that. A lot of people have low points in their life. They don't always revisit them. They learn something from them. So in terms of mental health, you know, it's important not to judge people and leave them and sort of always see them in that way. Like, oh, you know, he was depressed, you know, in his 20s, you know, and think about him as somebody who'll be depressed. That's not how it works. People have points in their life when things are low and too many. What we have learned, certainly at a clinical level, is that the times that are most difficult for people are when a number of things come together and that you know, it wouldn't be one thing that they can't cope with. It tends to be a third thing that tips people over into a kind of a crisis. Perhaps for this guy, the relationship was one thing and maybe there were other things that also were working at that time. He's out of that time. So now let's give him a break. Let's look at him in a fresh light. He's got a new beginning, a new work. The other thing, and a new new house, a new girl, and maybe even a new baby in due course. And that's life and that's the turn. That's what love brings. That's what relationships bring. And I just think that's the whole positive turn in life. I would just say back to the it's good to talk. If you really want to be good to people in a mental health sense and you know and you see people in that way, keep good relationships with them, keep good communication with them and as I say it's good to talk about it. You don't have to be the judge. You don't have to be the problem solver. All you're doing is keeping the line of communication open so that if the time comes that he does feel low, he can come back to you and say, "You know what? I'd like to talk to you. Can we meet for a drink?" And talk it through. So that's the very best thing. Good to talk, not to solve, not to judge and not to meddle. So in answer to Paula's question, do I just say nothing? You're, you're, you're saying don't meddle, 
say something supportive, yes. but let him make the decisions and get on with it and, yes. and, and don't uh, try and stop him. And have faith in him. You know, have faith in him. Like, it's not nice if, for people not to have confidence in you, particularly if this guy who, let's just presume he's in his sort of 20s, if he has made all these great steps and then people are still saying, ah, but do you remember, you know, you weren't great then. People don't need that reminder. He has stepped forward from that time. I would say, well done you, you know, you've built your strengths, you've learned something from this, make sure you apply it in your next relationship. Okay, Paula, I hope that's of help uh, to you and to your brother, and let's hope it is a case that they all live happily ever after. If you have a, a query, just do email us at thehardshoulder@newstalk.com or text us at 53106 and hopefully Stephanie will be able to help you also. My thanks, as always, to Stephanie Regan. She'll be back next week. Thanks, Steph. 